Hello and welcome to the season four finale of Allegedly Astrology. Can you guys believe it? Four no, seasons. I cannot. Every season we say we cannot believe it and we still can't. We still can't. <laughs> we, can. we live to see another season. It's pretty amazing. But in case you're new here, each week we break down the astrology that happened during some of the biggest scandals and events in history. And we have two very exciting announcements to share with you at the end of the episode. So make sure to stick around till the end. But just like this was such a big season for us, we wanted to say how much we love all of our listeners and just how much we appreciate you. So keep telling your friends about us, harass your other favorite Astro podcast to have us on their podcast, book a reading with Dana, uh, book us on Hey Hero if you want to see our faces, because I know we're like shy about doing that. So um, yeah, we're just so happy. Yes. And please leave us a five-star review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us a lot because the algorithm rules our lives and we've been (laughs) shadow banned cruelly. casually shadow banned and if you leave us a review on apple podcasts or spotify and dm us a screenshot of that review we'll make you a custom meme of your big three and send you a quick write-up about it we also have stuff over on t public if you want to like wrap the pod so head there for some sweatshirts t-shirts stickers etc if you you know want to check that out and you could always follow us on all the social media sites allegedly astrology on instagram reddit hey hero and tiktok and allegedly astro on twitter you know you could also go see us at allegedlyastrology.com to learn more about us um read this like learn more about the show look at some charts that we have up for our newest episodes and you could also book a reading with dana (laughs) (laughs) so today we're going back to a much simpler time and that time is the mid to early 2000s (laughs) and this was a time when you know celebrities didn't lock their doors Lindsay Lohan was considered a style icon it was just again a simple a simple more straightforward time so Dana what are we talking about today today we're talking about the international tabloid sensation known as the bling ring yeah Yeah. the bling ring So if you are not aware, the Bling Ring was a crew of rich kids. Their names were Rachel Lee, Nick Prugo, Courtney Ames, Diana Tamayo, and the famous Alexis Nyers. Alexis, my girl. Alexis. (laughs) And they stole more than $3 million worth of clothing, money, jewelry from the homes of celebrities like Paris Hilton, Orlando Bloom, and Lindsay Lohan between October 2008 and August 2009. The crime was turned into a movie by Sofia Coppola and starred Emma Watson. It was featured on an e-reality TV show and is now the topic of an upcoming documentary. So let's learn more about the people and the astrology behind the media sensation that combined rich kids, celebs, and true crime. Honestly, our favorite combo. Truly. Seriously, everything I love. If there was a cult leader in there, it'd be perfect. (laughs) Oh my God, yes. We can't forget the cult leaders. Um, So, you know, when we think about the bling ring, the first person for many of us that comes to mind is Alexis Nyers. However, the truth is that she came very late into the bling ring game. She just so happened to have an e-film crew following her around and never turned down the chance to talk to the press. Truthfully, though, the bling ring all started with Nick Prugo and Rachel Lee. And Nick and Rachel met at school. Rachel was a fashionable girl that some people described as spoiled. They bonded over fashion, became truly inseparable. Nick said he thought of Rachel as a sister. We don't have Rachel's info, but we do have Nick's. So, Dana, what's his big three? 
Um, Nick Prugo was born on November 30th, 1990 in Los Angeles. We don't know what time, so we don't know his rising, but he is a sun in Sagittarius and his moon's in Taurus. So this is like kind of a cuddly combo. The sun in Sagittarius is like bright eyed and bushy tailed, always down for an adventure and pretty much like lives life for the stories they can tell about it later, right? So they're always like thinking in like memoir terms. Um, This can lead to sometimes like risky behavior or like acting without consideration for consequences because sometimes those are the best stories, right? Um, And then the moon in Taurus like loves luxury, security, fine dining, and like ride or die friendships. Um, Because they're so security focused, the moon in Taurus can sometimes forget that there's like enough to go around. And so they lose themselves in like a scarcity mindset, which can be an onset of like a jealousy spiral. Um, but yeah, so like one thing Sag and Taurus share is the tendency to act in defiance or opposition to whatever they're being pressured to do. Taurus might stagnate and just not make a move, whereas Sagittarius will be like, I will do the opposite. Um, (laughs) also he was born within one day of Jupiter stationing retrograde in Leo. And since Jupiter rules his Sagittarius sun, this is like extra significant. Jupiter is a planet of abundance, faith, hope, imbibing, and like good times. And in Leo, Jupiter is a classic hype man and like kind of a real flair for being the center of attention or like just big theater kid energy. Um, (laughs) And since it's like stationing in his birth chart, the volume on this energy will be like all the way turned up. Um, He also has Mars retrograde in Gemini opposite his natal Sagittarius stellium, stellium. And so something that's interesting about this is that a few grifters we've covered um, were born during this Mars retrograde cycle or within the shadow periods, including Anna Delvey and the Tinder Swindler. Oh, damn. Interesting. Wild, right? Um, So Mars retrograde in Gemini is like going to make someone super sharp and clever and like always 10 steps ahead of the average person. They tend to get away with a lot with great ease so they can like still overestimate their abilities and take it too far, get like swept up in their own cleverness. And this placement is also adept at lying. Um, mm. and so they can like lose face once they start to believe their own lies. Yeah. That's, it surprises me, um, how much sad she has. Yeah. That is fun though. So Rachel and Nick would go out and drink and do all like those fun high school things, but that all changed one day when according to Nick, Rachel just casually suggested they rob another student's house that they knew because they were out of town. And Nick said he wasn't all that into the idea, but He didn't want to let Rachel down, so he was like, okay, cool. And that robbery for them went super well, and they each made out with 4K each. Which is a lot of money for high schoolers. Maybe not high schoolers in L.A., but um, they were like, oh, cool, that wasn't so bad, and it was pretty easy. So then they started to check luxury cars to see if their doors were unlocked and then would steal whatever they found inside. And this always ended up working out for them. They were able to use other people's credit cards and cash at Kitson, which was a popular store in the 2000s for celebrity spotting. Um, I remember it was like on Laguna Beach and I wanted oh to go God. there. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I think I ordered some Kitson tank tops and these hideous yep. shoes oh. from there. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so they use those at Kitson and at bars because, of course, they were chic high schoolers who had fake IDs. <laughs> Love that for them. So Rachel ups the ante and is like, okay, we did this one robbery. We got that under our belts. We've been stealing from cars. Now we're going to rob a celebrity's home. And remember, Rachel was super into fashion. So she really wanted to steal clothes from celebs whose style she liked, which I wish we had her chart because it's like, you are aiming for the sky with this. Yeah. Also, that's so creepy. It's like I want to wear your skin. 
How they would eventually do this is that they would look at sites like TMZ and see which celebrities were out of town. Then they would look at a site called celebrityaddressarial.com, which showed overhead <laughs> shots of celebrities' homes on Google Maps. That seems like very dangerous. Yeah. Um, and then they would look at the map to figure out how they could get access to the house and then look for an unlocked door or window. And the amount of celebrities whose shit was unlocked throughout the rest of this episode to me is truly fascinating. Yeah. But I guess if you're like in a gated community, like you would probably assume. Right. Maybe. I never have once been like, I'll just assume everything's fine. Just leave no, the door open. No, I assume open. I'm going to get murdered the yeah, moment same. my window is unlocked. So. Same. <laughs> what do I know? But um, so the first house they decided to go to was Paris Hilton's because they figured she had a ton of shit that she wouldn't miss. They also said it was because they thought she was dumb and she would like leave her door unlocked, which was partially true. I don't think Paris Hilton's dumb, but I think she's really smart, actually did. Um, so Paris lives in a gated community, but they just entered it like they live there and found a key right under her mat and went in and they took a ton of shit from her, like clothes, jewelry, money, alcohol. Crazy. Um, they ended up robbing her five separate times. And most of the time she wasn't even out of town, but just out for the night. Oh, insane. And I know. And Paris at first didn't notice anything was gone, but that changed when Rachel and Nick started having more people involved. So one night, you know, like Rachel and Nick would take all this money. They would go out to bars and they would get hammered and just start like bragging about the fact that they're like robbing Paris Hilton's house. <laughs> which is insane. So this bartender that they met decided to go rob Paris's jewelry because Paris had like this whole like big stash of jewelry, but they never took it until now because they wanted to be like more inconspicuous. So the guy goes in, he steals a bunch of shit. A bunch of it is like costume jewelry, but there's a lot of fair family heirlooms in there. And he left a bunch of footprints around her house as evidence. So this was, you know, when Paris got home, like it was glaringly evident that someone had been in our house. So she reported the burglary. And this is when the all the gossip sites at the time, such as Perez Hilton, um, went insane talking about it. So this was the first time that the ring got some attention, but it didn't stop them from continuing on their bullshit. And they moved on to Audrina Patridge, who was one of the stars of The Hills. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, Audrina. And it's like, I'm like, would you, I wouldn't have chosen Audrina, but whatever. It is a random, yeah, like go for Lauren. Like Audrina was like a side character exactly. for so long. So Audrina was out for the night at an Oscars party, which like, how did she even get an invite to I know, that? I thought the same thing. <laughs> when Rachel and Nick snuck in through an unlocked door. And Audrina had just returned home from a trip, so her luggage was out. And Rachel and Nick loaded up her suitcases with her stuff and took it from her house. Jesus. Which, honestly, kind of a brilliant move, but also, like, fuck them. And this suitcase method would then become something they would do at all the other celebrities' houses. Um, they would always, like, find their luggage and use it to steal the rest of their stuff. So Audrina comes home and is like, um, where's my luggage? And then she sees lines in her carpet from the suitcase wheels, like going back and forth and realizes someone had stolen her jewelry and her passport, which I think is creepy, her laptop yeah. and her clothes. So she decided to go and check her security cam. Why the passport? The passport Bizarre. to me is creepy because it's almost too. like... Well, the laptop is like 
technology. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. But anyway, the footage showed a boy and a girl going through her shit. And Audrina's like, oh, are you kidding me? And releases the footage, hoping that someone would identify them. And the video was picked up by TMZ and LA news stations, but nobody comes forward. So what was happening the day Rachel and Nick robbed Audrina? So this was February 22nd, 2009, and this chart has a massive uh, Aquarius stellium, including the Moon, Mercury, Mars, Jupiter, the North Node, Chiron, and Neptune. So, (laughs) right? That is crazy. So much. The Moon materializes uh, the astrology of a given moment into concrete reality. Mercury is like the mentality and center of activity. Mars is penetration and action and like any act of survival, uh, which, you know. Survival can sometimes mean robbing people of their passports. Um, Jupiter is abundance and gifts. The North Node is an eclipse point that relates to increase in intensity. Chiron is like societal wounding and Neptune is deception and obscurity. So in Aquarius, this is going to be related to like the collective, like the populace. So it can sort of relate to like Robin Hood mentality of like taking from the rich and giving to those in need, which is already ethically dubious, but extra perverted since they're like taking it for themselves. Um, And this is reflected in the Saturn Uranus opposition in this chart. So the matter, the massive Aquarius stellium I just explained is ruled by Saturn uh, in Virgo. And Saturn in Virgo is a placement associated with surface and material reality since it's an Earth sign. Um, and on its own, this placement might be one that like gives someone the shirt off their back, right? But this is in opposition to Uranus and Pisces. And so Uranus is the planet that like diverts the agenda of whatever planet it's, it touches. It's like Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker energy, Uranus. <laughs> just think of it like that. And so oppositions indicate like uh, human relationships, like a give and take. And Pisces is like an extremely creative sign that fully lacks boundaries. So it's like using a suitcase to rob someone might be the creative, but robbing <laughs> someone to begin with is at best like a lack of boundaries. Um, and then Uranus is also co-present with the sun and the sun represents like the goal. So this is like the Joker drive is like, going to be highlighted. Like it's like the goal is sort of like this diversion, this, you know, weird kookiness, not necessarily the... Uh, seamlessness of like virgo take giving the shirt off their back oh my god yeah that's like really funny it is like big like let's rob yeah. a celebrity energy yeah <laughs> i want to rob i think was a line from i want to rob so now the gossip sites are really buzzing because this is the second celeb that's been robbed and the crew then moves on from audrina to rachel bilson's house and if you don't know who Rachel Bilson is, she was very yeah, literally. <laughs> she was very well known at the time, thanks to her role as Summer on the OC, which was a huge show of the early two thousands, and honestly, like shaped our high school experience. Not gonna. The show was very only on so. the four years that we were in high school. Right. Wow. Like I can't listen to that dumb Hallelujah. It's not a dumb song, but the Hallelujah song without thinking of her. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Oh my god. Whenever I hear it, it's like Drake's video. Imogen Heap. Oh my god. Going on. Dean, I think you've sung enough this episode. We can't get through. Be gone. Oh my god. All right. We can't get through an episode now without Dana singing. But um, when it comes to Rachel, they robbed her six times. Like, I'm just intrigued by how many times they go back and rob people. Seriously. That is honestly how, crazy that they would just how, keep going back. Yeah. Like, you keep going back and then no one seems to notice until, like, you do something 
blatantly stupid to their house. But um, they robbed her six times in April and May and stole between $130,000 to $500,000 worth of stuff. It's a wide range because, like, they don't even know, like, so much of the stuff she got was, like, free. I don't think she could even, like, estimate what it was. Um, And then they also allegedly robbed um, one couple that we recently covered, Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox's house, because um, Rachel wanted Megan's clothes, which is creepy. Like, just stop being such a creep. Yeah. So the whole time they're doing this, Nick and Rachel, the high school Rachel, are just dicking around, spending all their money from the burglaries on bottle service, clothes from Kitson. Nick also has a cocaine habit. He's got a fun. <laughs> Overall, people say they were just not discreet and would loudly talk about how they would rob celebrities to like anybody who would listen. This is such Coke Gemini Sag energy, like just talking, <laughs> talking all the time and like totally. keep doing it. Like, hey, I'm robbing people. I'm committing a crime. By the way, did you guys know that I'm committing a crime that's how you do it (laughs) yes and because of that reason like besides just talking about it all the time they had slowly started to expand their like robbery crew so it went from like the originals rachel and nick to um courtney diana and then our girl alexis made her debut and Alexis was 18 at the time and she was filming an e-reality show with her family called pretty wild, which honestly is a, it's an amazing show. Like it's a dark time. It's classic reality. It is absolutely amazing. My favorite reality show ever. Oh, it will be up there for me for sure. But anyway, she was, um, filming pretty wild which was supposed to chronicle her life as a hollywood party girl and this is kind of how alexis became the face for the bling ring so let's learn about her big three okay so we don't know what time she was born either but she was born on june 20th 1991 in los angeles and she has her son in gemini and her moon in libra and so the sun in gemini is fun clever and sassy and it rules her venus mars and jupiter stellium in leo since leo is ruled by the sun And so this is like big reality show energy. Gemini loves to talk and Leo is a performer. Both signs have like an artistic flair for drama. It's like performing reality is dead on for these signs. Um, But then her moon in Libra is going to be like working well with her uh, natal sun since they're both air signs. But it's going to be a little different. It's like intelligent still, but relational. Um, And the moon is like much less of a troublemaker in Libra because the moon in Libra needs like harmony and relationship uh to like maintain security and stability and so it's possible that like while i do think alexis was probably driven by greed and whatever time she robbed um that she also might have been more likely to acquiesce to a plan just to like maintain status quo and like you know um not like disrupt sort of the peace not to dtp Mm. Oh my god! Also, just, just the piece. her being ruled by Mercury and Cancer to me oh, is yeah. just that phone call. <laughs> <laughs> the Nancy Joe sales Nancy phone Joe, call. This is Alexis Myers. <laughs> I love it. Just crying. Nancy, no, <laughs> this is Alexis Myers. Every time you talk, I have to start over. <laughs> That's the oh best my part. god! It's so good. So Alexis Nyers joins the group when they decide to rob Pirates of the Caribbean star Orlando Bloom's house while he was out of town filming. And Orlando was dating Victoria's Secret model Miranda Kerr at the time. So Rachel wanted Miranda's shit. She's like, I don't care about you, Orlando. I want Miranda stuff. The stories of what led up to the robbery differ between Alexis and Nick. 
and about how much she like participated in everything. But ultimately, Alexis joined the four other members of the bling ring in robbing Orlando's home. So they, I think this is creepy. They walked backwards up a hill toward his mansion so security cameras wouldn't get their faces. Haunting. And then look how the dead I know walk. it is scary. And then they cut out a section of the fence, crawled through it, and then got in through an unlocked door, which is aggressive. The bling ring allegedly stole approximately $500,000 worth of Rolex watches, clothing, artwork, Louis Vuitton luggage. So what was going on during this robbery? This was July 13th, 2009. Um... This was a week after a July 7th lunar eclipse in Capricorn, which coincided with Uranus stationing retrograde in Pisces. So this is going to blur the boundaries even further, right? Like Uranus and Pisces is just sort of like having no regard for boundaries. Um, and Uranus <laughs> and Pisces is ruled by Jupiter and Aquarius, which, which was conjunct Chiron and Neptune. So just stay with me here. Jupiter, Chiron, and Neptune are all related to healing, but Jupiter and Neptune are are related to also like are also related to deception and Chiron is related to like the big wound, you know, capital B, capital W. Chiron and Aquarius like can draw a line between the haves and the haves nots, um, so to speak. And Jupiter and Neptune can both like blur like the ethics between like evening out the score. And so Saturn rules the stellium um in Aquarius. And Saturn is still in Virgo, which is an Earth sign again. And Virgo again is like a pious Earth sign, but Earth nonetheless relates to property or like that which is tangible. And on the night this went down, there was a Mercury Kazemi in Cancer ruled by the moon in Aries. And the moon in Aries is the one fire moon that doesn't need validation, which means it has immense confidence and it's always looking out for number one. Aries is the baby um, and the individual. And so this went down on a weekend that was like between two eclipses. So there's just like a ton of potent wormhole energy in the air. And also these eclipses coincide with Alexis's first nodal return, which may reflect why she was such a major character in the press and in these like... That is cool. Also, again, Uranus and Pisces, when you said having no boundaries or whatever, not understanding boundaries, like what's not understanding boundaries more than cutting a piece out of a fence <laughs> to crawl through it? <laughs> oh, God. So the last house the ring hits up, or at least the last one that leads to their demise belongs to none other than actress Lindsay Lohan. Our girl. And also our girl. At the time, Lindsay was Rachel's style icon. So this was her pinnacle for who she wanted to steal from. <laughs> so everything was leading up to Lindsay Lohan, right? So the ring robs Lindsay for clothes um, and jewelry worth up to $130,000. As you should realize about Lindsay, she is not a fool. She had security... <laughs> I mean, she's a fool in many ways, except when it comes to people stealing her shit, because she had a security cam. That footage was ready. And, you know, she had that working security cam on the footage like you could clearly see Nick's face and she took it and she was not afraid of any press. So she sent it right to the LAPD and the LAPD, with her permission, released the footage to TMZ. So it went everywhere. And what was going on when that video was released? So the sun is finally in Virgo by the time this happened, which means it's co-present with Saturn finally, right? So this is turning the tides from when the sun was co-present with Uranus and Pisces. 
uh, the goal becomes Saturnian and thus disciplinary as opposed to Uranian and wild or manic. And, you know, so the moon in Scorpio for most of the day uh, and the moon in Scorpio is a sign of the detective and it entered Sagittarius in the final hours of the night. And Sagittarius is a social justice warrior of the Zodiac. So it can take Scorpio's detective work and like transmute it into some sort of like action, right? Like let's put this everywhere. Um, It's also... Uh, ruled by Jupiter, which is like the distributor. Um, And so what's super wild about this chart is that there's an exact opposition between Mars and Cancer and Pluto and Capricorn at zero degrees. And Mars and Cancer is proficient at protection. And this is exactly what Lindsay is trying to do you know, protect your property. Lindsay is a cancer. Um, Mars and Camp mm. cancer can also mm. be like a sitting duck. So alternatively, this can symbolize like the fall of the ring. Um, and Pluto and Capricorn is all about power structures. And Pluto is also about like privacy and secrets. And this opposition is going to be about like examining these power dynamics and exposing them. Um, and then we have Mercury at zero degrees Libra forming a T-square since it's 90 degrees from both Mars and Pluto. So Mercury is the like mentality of an event, right? And in Libra, like Libra is a sign of justice. So this is about bringing justice to like power and sort of like the protection, right? Although like Robin Hood has some sort of like romantic justice vibes, like it's really never okay to steal uh, because it violates (laughs) other people's privacy, which ultimately makes them feel unsafe. And this is just obvious. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, That is crazy. And all of them are like zero degrees. Like it's like the purest energy yeah. of all of them coming together. It's exact. It's dead on. Truly. So after the footage was released, it was really easy to see that the people in Audrina's footage and Lindsay's footage were the same. And then that's when tips finally started to come forward about who the man in the video was. Police also received information about some teens bragging about a Robert, about robbing celebrities at a party. So they went to the prime social media platform at the time. And that was Facebook to find Rachel and Nick. Yes. So Nick gets arrested and initially he says he was not involved at all. But then as time went on, he just got like very anxious, like very telltale hard about it. Like he just like couldn't deal with like the stress and the lies anymore and couldn't sleep. He also was doing coke. So that could have maybe oh, yeah. hindered it also further. Just, uh, <laughs> nothing like being afraid and taking a bunch of coke. <laughs> Let's see how that will end. Um, but he freaks out and he confesses to a ton of shit without a plea deal, which is like not the best idea, but you know, it happened. And he confessed so much. Some of the crimes he talked about that cops didn't even know were in connection to this. So they were like, okay, thanks. Oh my God. But he also names names and says that Rachel was the ringleader behind all of this. And her motive was to own designer clothes from celebrities. She liked super innocent. (laughs) Um, And it's important to note that the other people in the bling ring would later say Nick was the mastermind behind everything, but Rachel called the shots. Alexis would later say under questioning that Rachel was so manipulating, so conniving. Nick always did what she said. Rachel was in charge. She started it all. Nick, he was a dude. Why would he go knocking off chicks' houses? (laughs) So Alexis. So Alexis. (laughs) But regardless of who did what, this leads us to the other members getting served search warrants and Alexis getting arrested the first day of filming her reality show, Pretty Wild. Nuts. We talk about pretty wild. Am I right? (laughs) That's what I think. I think at some point I saw on on a TV show, like the producers were talking about pretty wild. And they said like, literally it was like the first day, like they had no idea this was going to happen. So it essentially changed the whole like plot of the show they were filming because it went from her just like dicking around in LA to like her being on trial. So 
you know, the cameras are rolling when the cops pull up to Alexis's family home and they look around and they see a Mark Jacobs handbag that allegedly was Rachel Bilson's and a Chanel necklace that apparently was like Lindsay Lohan's. And Alexis says like, I paid for those. I have the receipts, but she got arrested that night. So no one believed her and everything was caught on film. So what was, which also is so aggressive. It's like, imagine being a producer release on that. And you're like thinking you'll, you're like filming the next Kardashians and really it's like cops. <laughs> Can I would freak out. I mean, that's like a gold mine that they stumbled into. So uh, what was going on, Dana, this night? Okay, so on this day, the sun was in Libra and the moon was in Sagittarius for most of the day, entering Capricorn in the final hours of the night. And the sun is in the final degree of Libra, co-present with Mercury, uh, again, the mindset, and Venus, the values, which Venus is also rules Libra. So whenever a planet is in the final degree of a sign, it's called being the anoretic degree, um, and it's considered immensely potent, like the planet is like under pressure to like carry out that sign's agenda before entering the next sign. So it's like, you know, a little manic, right? Regardless of <laughs> sign. Um, and since like Libra is a sign of justice, like we might think that the sun is trying to accomplish justice before entering Scorpio. Um, and the moon in Sagittarius is also focused on morals. Like when it enters Capricorn, it's going to be like very strict and like no bullshit. Saturn is also in Virgo at 29 degrees in the anoretic degree, which means Saturn wants to serve its duty to purify in Virgo. And since Saturn is the planet of discipline, purity can, you know, look like prison time. Um, But also we're still like in Alexis's nodal return. Like she's it's the the nodes are at 25 degrees. They have 25 more degrees to go. Basically, she's just getting started in terms of like her first nodal return. And so the nodal return will be a time when like that's a turning point. Eclipses are turning points. They take you off your path and put you onto another one. Um, And so Alexis is involved. Jail. Another nodal return. Another episode. Another nodal return. Another nodal return. Um, So all the kids are booked for a residential burglary and Lee was additionally charged with possession of stolen property. Alexis is released on $50,000 bond and a photo is released of her and Diana and Courtney in the back of a squad car. And this is really where the story explodes. It was everywhere. It really combined the tabloid fodder people love. High-profile celebrities, snooty rich teenagers, crime. <laughs> so what was going on at the time that this photo was released? This is October 23rd, 2009. And at this t- point, the sun had entered Scorpio. And so Scorpio is a sign of secrets and crime solving. And like here it is exposing the truth about a mystery that had finally been solved. And the moon in Capricorn also relates to like duties and power. And since it's co-present with Pluto in the North Node, it's going to be like a lot more intense and maybe a little less dry than the average Capricorn placement. But no less efficient. Um, And so Mercury in Libra is building to like square the nodes. Um, So within the next like two days, it would have squared the nodes. Mercury is all about information. And in Libra, again, it's about justice. And the nodes are these eclipse points that relate to destiny. And they also are like what's trending in a society at any given point in time. And in Capricorn and Cancer, which is where the nodes are, it's going to be about power struggles and power structures and security. And the square like represents a turning point in a story that's related to these things. Like, people feeling secure in their house as well as like what is just what is just what is just what is just so the story gets so big that the members of the bling ring kind of become celebrities themselves which i'm sure they loved and journalist nancy joe sales even writes an article 
that honestly becomes infamous for Vanity Fair about Alexis and the rest of the bling ring. And it's called The Suspects War. Elise, can you pronounce this word for me the proper way? The Suspects War, Louboutins. <laughs> Christian Louboutins, a.k.a. those fancy shoes with the red bottoms. Red oh, my God, bottom. yes. Oh, yeah. By the way, everyone, me and Nancy Joe Sales are mutuals on Instagram. Nancy Joe Sales follows you back? Yeah. <laughs> I was of me telling How you. did you get her to do that? I followed her. She doesn't have that many followers, but she, I think, signed up. And then I was like, I loved her. So I followed her. And then she followed me back. And I was like, tight. I was never expecting it. This was honestly like 2015. Wow. No, I love it, though. <laughs> so in the article, Mary Jo Sales speaks with Alexis and Nick and really lays out the background of what went down and all of their bullshit that occurred. She also adds in some choice quotes from Alexis, comparing herself to Angelina Jolie, oh focused a lot on the shoes the kids were wearing to add a lot to like the whole rich kid storyline. And this shoe situation <laughs> became a huge point of contention for Alexis. She felt Mary Jo had misrepresented her, and she was also very mad about the whole Louis Baton. I always say Louis Louis Baton thing. <laughs> Louis Baton. Sarah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, your Midwest is showing. <laughs> so Midwest, but she was really mad about that because she did have an extensive shoe collection of those, but she was not wearing them but four inch little brown bb heels at the time so regardless what was going on when this article came out dana do an impression of the of the voicemail that alexis dyers left nancy joe sales nancy joe (laughs) nancy joe i'm calling her mom okay the best part though is when her mom comes in and her mom is like you're doing so good she's like every time you say something i have to start over she's like i was not wearing I was wearing little brown BB heels, but I just love what she... Her mom is a fucking freak for the record. Wait, I think she also says to her, we should link to that. I'm sure there's like a YouTube video yeah. of it, but how she's like, I, it's Alexis Nyers. I'm very disappointed in you. I mean, <laughs> Joe, this right. is Alexis Nyers. I am very disappointed in you. <laughs> um, okay, so this Vanity Fair article came out in March 2010, and so... On February 28th, 2010, there was a full moon in Virgo opposite Jupiter. And by now, Saturn had entered Libra, where it was ready to throw like the book at these kids. But the full moon in Virgo was like sort of tying up any loose ends and processing any lessons learned during Saturn's tour in Virgo. And full moons are all about like seeing the whole picture, uh, which can sometimes be shocking, right? Um, And so Virgo is ruled by Mercury. And this full moon was ruled by Mercury in Aquarius conjunct Neptune and Chiron. So previously, the previous year, Jupiter had been shacking up with Neptune and Chiron, but now Jupiter has moved on um, to Pisces and Mercury is like trying to mine through the murky details, which can be hard with Neptune around. And like Chiron is like pain here. So, but like Mercury sort of like now like the, no longer is like the Jupiter's all about like striving for abundance, right? So it's sort of like, you know, taking what's mine, it's mine or like not even really caring that it's like, personal property which also aquarius like maybe is kind of communist so it's like maybe no personal property um but anyway mercury sort of like well let's look at this right like let's look at what happened um we also have mars retrograde at zero degrees leo which is a real blow to the ego when a planet is retrograde in leo (laughs) it can feel like it's just like put under a microscope 
and it's either treated unfairly or it feels like it's being treated unfairly. Um, and so maybe both can be present. But like Alexis is trying to defend herself, which makes sense to some extent, especially since her natal Mars is here. So did she only do one robbery? Well, that's the thing. Like she only really talks about the fact, at least the first time she did anything was Orlando Bloom's house. I think that might be the only time she like admitted doing anything Mm. from what I remember. But the way she tells it is like, she didn't know they were going there. Like she kind of makes it seem like she didn't go inside because she was actually on a lot of drugs at the time. So she said like, I puked and I peed in the bushes outside. Oh my God. (laughs) But a lot of other people say like, no, she knew what was going on. So, Hmm. but I don't know if she was at Lindsay's or not. Um, So the nation is really obsessed with the bling ring and the bling ring goes to trial and they're charged with several counts of conspiracy to commit burglary and receiving stolen property. And then all of a sudden, to add to the fervor of this, all these celebs start testifying. So it's like Orlando Bloom, it's Paris Hilton, it's Lindsay Lohan. And because of that, the Bling Ring members all pleaded no contest. And no contest means you accept conviction, but don't admit guilt. And this is often done in situations where admitting guilt could later be used against you in trials or civil lawsuits. I actually didn't know that until like... Right now. right now. I never understood what no contest meant. Honestly, like everyone got pretty lenient sentences. So Rachel received four years in prison, but she got out after 16 months. So pretty quick. Diana was sentenced to three years of probation and 60 days of community service. Courtney got three years of probation and two months of community service. Nick got two years of prison, but he got a one-year credit for time already served and then was further credited for a, a year for good behavior. So I kept trying to look. I don't know if this meant that he just like never went to jail because he got like time served and then a good behavior. Like he probably was in jail for a little bit at some point, but wow. I'm not sure if it's like for sure zero, but I don't, I couldn't figure out what that meant. And then finally our baby girl, Alexis got 180 days and was released after 30. I'm pretty sure she was in jail with Lindsay Lohan. She was, she said she could hear Lindsay Lohan crying. (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. The reason for a lot of these lenient sentences had to do with the lead investigator on the case. And the lead investigator was a consultant on the Bling Ring movie, and he even played himself in it, which you probably shouldn't be allowed to do. But he's one of the cops cuffing one of the Bling Ring members, and that's totally not a thing that you can do. So the judge found (laughs) out and was like, what the hell? And the judge basically told the Bling Ring that they were getting off easy because the investigator messed up so badly. So what was happening? when they were sentenced. This was May 10th, 2010. And so Saturn had retrograded back into Virgo at this point, and it's in tight opposition with Uranus again um, on this day. But at this time, Uranus is conjunct Jupiter, the planet of healing, and it's especially healing in Pisces. Uh, And not healing like healing is so beautiful, healing like we're mending a wound here, like the bones are, you know, sealing back together. But anyway... So since we have like Saturn and Virgo involved, like punishment and like straightening things out is involved. But Uranus, uh, which can be shock and surprise, like the dirty cop. Uh, Also, at this point, Chiron had entered Pisces at zero degrees, where it's all about like the wound of being human um, and much less like concerned with like drawing lines in the sand or like, you know, like there is no personal property except for mine when I take it from you. Um, And so this is just sort of more like, you know, we're all human except for this like loser cop who I guess is really thirsty. 
Yeah. I mean, and also to like Jupiter and Pisces, besides being healing to me is like adding that like luck into their situation. Like Beautiful. they did, they got off on like a technicality basically, like because the investigator did that, they, however it worked out, like he fucked up and oh, yeah. And Saturn you know, is technicality. So the luck of technicality, like, yeah. And then urine is sort of being like the shock of it all. Yeah, because at one point Nick was like facing like a pretty a lot of like he could have gotten a lot of time, but then because of that and some other things, he wow. was fine. So since the bling ring ended, most of the bling ring members have moved on with their lives. But one person who just could not <laughs> let a, a grudge go is Alexis. Alexis still to this day brings up Nancy Joe Sales and has a grudge against her. At one point, pretty recently in 2020, Nancy Joe tweeted, and I love this tweet so much, like I had to add it in. She was like, I misidentified the shoes somebody was wearing in the story. The fact checker really should have caught it, but mistakes happen. The woman hasn't stopped <laughs> complaining about it 10 years later. So, so they kind of have like this weird like rivalry now. So oh my like, God. what's their bi-wheel like? So Nancy was born on October 15th, 1964 in West Palm Beach, Florida. And uh, Alexis, again, is June 20th, 1991 in Los Angeles. Yeah. So actually, their charts are pretty interesting. They both have Mars and Leo and Saturn and Aquarius. Um, so they're both in their Saturn return right now. Love to you both. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, Mars and Leo, again, is all about like self-definition and self-defense and huge egos. And Saturn and Aquarius is about like taking people down a notch when they get too big for their britches. Uh, it's also about like conserving for the future and making sure there's enough to go around sometimes at the expense of the individual uh so this could be you know also both these signs are dramatic and they want to entertain um which is why nancy joe sales like her work is so good and why she's such an entertaining writer uh, i still don't blame alexis for being butthurt about it but like it, this was reality <laughs> to be gold and then nancy joe's son is in libra um close to alexis's moon in libra and this makes me wonder if Nancy Joe saw something in Alexis that maybe reminded her of herself. Um, and if this is the case, she may have been more critical towards Alexis, even harsher on Alexis, maybe than she was otherwise. But also she just kind of she just told a story like she was a Vanity Fair writer. Um, but finally, Alexis's son is conjunct Nancy Joe's North Node in Gemini. And this means something about Alexis is like a mini eclipse for Nancy Joe. And she like was right. Like this is the story that catapulted Nancy Joe to a household name and granted her like meme status and for both of them, right? And the North mm -hmm. Node on Alexis's son like made have made this encounter much more intense for Alexis, um, which it seems to have been. But again, this is sort of like they are each other's they're the reason that each other's without each other, both of them wouldn't be as big as they are. That's true. I mean, but I, I can understand where Alexis is coming from. Cause like, I could not have told you Rachel Lee's name. What if you brought up the bling ring, I would only know of Alexis's name. So it's yeah. like, you know, I don't know. It's pretty interesting. I have to say. I do think it is interesting too, though, about how you talked about their like sun and moon being in Libra together. Um, I mean, like Nancy's son, Alexis's moon, because I do think when you look at the article, like she could have been a lot more catty about how these kids acted. Like everyone's favorite, like think of Firefest. America loves nothing more than like when a rich, like teen or young person like falls from grace. Yeah, that's and true. America loves so that. she could have like ripped her apart. And she honestly didn't because the article is like, I always think it's very interesting that Alexis like fixates on that shoe part because mm -hmm. it's almost like she's like deflecting from like 
what the article says, which is like how she robbed a celebrity. And that's like what the story is about. But ultimately she keeps like fixating that she wasn't wearing these shoes and this very particular court date when she owned several pairs of those shoes at home and she was talking about them. Well, also based on what I've heard from her, I think that she wasn't as like, so maybe that's an internal point of contention for her because I think that they had a lot of nice stuff, but they weren't actually that rich. Like they actually were in, Mm. like I think they had like to move out of their house or something like when they were maybe filming the show or something like they moved into or they were oh, I think I remember house that. for the show when they had been living in somewhere like a little less um presentable or something based on interesting what for standards so maybe it, you know maybe it's like her own sort of thing like because finally like maybe she always wanted to seem rich right and then it, this is like one point where it seemed like she actually wasn't so lot like her lies or sort of like the veneer she put on didn't really serve her anymore yeah, that makes sense. I also really love the son, um, Alexis's son on Nancy Joe's North Node in Gemini because it's so interesting. It's like Gemini obviously like writing words like Nancy Joe. That's like where she's going in her life and that like are going, you know, and then Alexis is like the little like. I don't know what to call like ignition that like propels her like towards her life direction. It's kind of hilarious. It's just like an 18 year old that smoked Oxycontin. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Who would have guessed? <laughs> Every time you say something, I have to start over. <laughs> well, that's a wrap on season four, y'all. We did it. I love it. We love it. But, you know, as per usual, we'll be taking a wee bit of time off um, like we normally do to prep for season five. But before we do, we have a few announcements. So announcement number one, we're starting a motherfucking Patreon. Patreon. Yes, we are. Can you believe it? Can you believe we're super excited? Um, It's still a work in progress, but we're thinking like one casual tier, two eps a month. It's going to be most of our couples plus synastry episodes that you guys love. So that's where you'll be able to find those episodes. We'll also be incorporating some of the great ideas you guys gave us, um, like maybe doing a Zoom or Google Hangouts and follow-ups on episodes that, you know, we're very much still in progress. Um, And we're also planning a chart for it to launch. So keep an (laughs) eye out for that on our website and social channels. But it's a great way if you want to support your gals and get that sweet, sweet content in between seasons and even hotter takes yeah like the hottest takes the will things be there. that at least won't allow me to say here i'll be allowed Literally. to be there there's a lot of things <laughs> i will not be editing nearly as many things of Dana's out. <laughs> and also um just to know that we do hear you um we'll be doing a bonus episode on what could probably be like the most highly requested topics we've ever had ever is um Johnny Depp and Amber Heard so we will be doing that in the future we're just waiting for the trial to play out a bit it is psychotic we're waiting for more info and then On that note, too, like we do look at your DMs. We love them. We love reading them. So definitely message us. Like, let us know if you have any ideas for episodes or, you know, things, astrology things you see in the news and you want to see like a quick chart for like how we did with like the Will Smith slap or when Lady Gaga's dogs were stolen, but then found. So it's like a happy story. So DM us. We love it. 
So with that, um, in the meantime, you can listen to some of our episodes. Um, We definitely look at your DMs, so please message us if you have any ideas on any episodes. Please fucking message us, all right? Or if you want to do a deep dive on any of the charts we have from season four on our site, um, almost all the episodes are up, so go get nerdy with that and tell us if you see anything we didn't mention and you're curious about. Yes, we love to be proven wrong. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a total lie. I literally hate being wrong more than anything else in my life. But ahem, we'll see you guys next season. So with that, I'm Elise. I'm Dana. And I'm Sarah. And this is Allegedly Astrology. Woo, season four, season we four. out. We out. We out. Out. Bye.